Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Are you there? I guess he's not. So, welcome to the Neil Soul Show. This is Sister Sweet. And uh, I thought Q was on the line. But apparently he's not. So, let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. And hopefully he'll show up eventually. Um, tonight's show is all about Jared Lawson. And before I get into him, I just wanted to let you guys know about some shows that are um, happening around the country and around the world that we at XL are keeping our eye on. On June 13th, um, Anthony David, is, Anthony David actually has a lot of appearances around the country, and he I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he is doing a lot of shows um around the country, a lot of places except Memphis, which i'm I'm really kind of pissed about, but I won't go into that, but you know he does do shows um, he does do shows in an intimate venue. So maybe he couldn't find a show in Memphis, but are you there, Q? I have been here. And I put you on. You left me hanging. I was here when the music was playing. I don't know what happened, but I'm glad you're here because I did not want to talk about myself. Oh, wow. You just wanted to display. You you just wanted to display dominance and talk first. That's why you didn't let me on. I know how you get down. That is not the truth because I was praying all up into the when they start that blog talk radio thing. I was like, please, 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 Q be there. I was on at ten twenty nine. Yeah, you always cut it short. No, you do that. Hey, I'm always on time. You're always on time. But you cut it short. Okay. I'm never late. I've been on time since 9.15. So, oh. I mean, 10.15. Okay, maybe you're a little bit. I don't want to be better. late. I, oh, I'm never late. Yeah. So, you, what else is going on, Sister Sweet? I was just telling people, and we missed your great introduction, but... um. I was also um, telling people Anthony David has a lot of things going on, and he was on our show once. <laughs> you remember? Yes, I do. You do, but anyway, he he's great at doing like small venues with mm-hmm. his guitar, you know. But he ain't coming to Memphis, so I'm not driving to I'm not driving to Little Rock. <laughs> I wish I could, but if I had a friend in Little Rock that I could stay with, it would be different. His house is in Little Rock? I don't, I don't. No, his house is not in Little Rock. He's playing in Little Rock and other small venues. 
In fact, he's actually playing um, at is it Adinkra House or really? What's it called? Yeah, yeah he's going to be there. Adinkra House. He's going to be there on the June fourteenth at eight o'clock p.m. James, so you need to go out there and see him. You going to get me on the list or? How can I get you on the list? I already know. <laughs> Get yourself on the list. <laughs> well, I mean, if that city hell gets me on the list, I'll, I'll show up, you know. I don't know it's, how to do that. It's but I will try. House. I will try that. I will try to do what I can. It's across the I street from my house. I will try to do what I can. Is that across okay. the street from your house? Yeah. Well, sure across the street and ask if you can get on the list. They're going to say, who are you? You say, I'm the Q-man. Well, that only works in certain venues that I'm not going to mention on it. <laughs> I will I will see what I can do. But like I said, he's going to be there on June 14th. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that's happening is on June 21st, um, Faith Evans is going to be with one of my favorite artists, Martin Luther, at the Grove in Sacramento, California. Ah, I love. I like Faith Evans, but I love Martin Luther. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Martin Luther? Of course. Okay. Not Martin Luther the, King. Civil rights guy. No. <laughs> Martin Luther King came back to uh, life. It's Martin Luther. Yes, I have heard of him actually. Okay, just wanted to make sure you knew that you wouldn't be expected to see, um, you know, Martin Luther King. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I, I know a little bit. Well, I'm, I'm a little versed. <laughs> so what's going on? You know, I only, I only followed basketball when I was dating a basketball fan. Even though oh, really? I actually like basketball, I really do. It's just mm-hmm. I don't watch very much television. And oh. I think we're in the finals now. And yeah. um, the Spurs and the Heat. So who's very ahead? Good. That is true. The Spurs are ahead two games to one, which makes a lot of us very happy. So you don't like the Heat? We all want to see LeBron James lose. <laughs> Why is that? What you got against LeBron James? Mm-hmm. We just want to see him lose. If it can be helped. I think they, lost, they, they won last year, right? Yes, they did. They shouldn't have, but they did. So, you know, we all want to see him lose this year, especially that dog on Dwayne Wade. Yes, we really want to see Dwayne Wade lose. Why is that? Because of the way he dresses? Um, I mean, that's part of it. But, you know, he's just hes just the worst. You know that? Then he's with that Heifer Gabrielle Union. <laughs> you know, when I really used to enjoy basketball is when I lived in Chicago. And I was at all of Michael Jordan's games. Were you? That's when I really enjoyed basketball. Yeah. Well, I really, really want to see Dwayne Wade lose. I really don't care for Gabrielle Union. You don't care for Gabrielle Union? Why is that? One, she's a horrible actress. There are many horrible actresses out there. Horrible actress. I don't know about that because I really have, I don't think I've ever really seen anything she's in. Well, that probably uh, you know that that speaks for itself. She probably ain't seen nothing because she's not anything good. Okay. But, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of his. I'm not a fan of Gabrielle Union. You know, so that's why you want to see the which I want to see the Spurs. 
The ones whose fur is wet. Okay. Yes. Okay. I need to win. So, I am pulling for the Spurs to win. And when is the next game? Tomorrow night. Okay. I just to make sure because there's certain people I can't call on uh, game night. Most people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you What's going on with you and your book? Um, you know, it's it's selling. People are buying and it. your movie. When can we expect to see it? We're aiming at next summer. Okay. You know, we're aiming well, we're this, in the casting. You know, I did promise to I did promise to put your your um thing up on the website and I'm working on it, but you know what? I'm just I'm just not that technical, so I'm working on it. I haven't forgotten oh, about gotta, it. All you got to do is put the YouTube link on there. I want to put it on the front page, and that's not Word page. That's not WordPress. So I gotta like figure out how to do that. Ah. So, so the front page, which is where I want to put you, <laughs> I gotta figure out how to do that. Uh, you'll figure it out. What else is going on? That's pretty much it. You know, the uh, the weather here has been nice lately. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, of course, this weekend is Father's Day for all the fathers out there. Doesn't really mean much to me, but no, be, you're not a father. Absolutely not. But oh, okay. To the I'm not a 30, mother either, so we are together. Oh, there you go. Well, but you know what? To the 31 percent of Afro-American fathers who are taking care of their business out there, I hope they have a good Sunday. We are we are actually going to be grilling steaks for my brother-in-law. You going to work this weekend? Grilling steaks. Grilling. Oh, oh. What did you think I said? I wasn't sure. <laughs> I said, I am grilling steaks for gotcha. my brother-in-law. Oh, okay. Yeah, this I was way off. Sunday. <laughs> what did you think I said? You said we're going, we're going out to Gorilla State. And I'm like, what college is that? <laughs> no, we're grilling steaks for him. It's my only brother-in-law because none of the rest of us ever married. And then funny, we got five kids in a family. Actually, my older brother married, but that's my sister-in-law. But um, you know, my my me and my sister never married or had kids. So. Hmm. But anyway, our guest tonight is Jarrett Lawson. I'm not sure if you had a chance to listen to his music. Mm-hmm. However, you're going to listen to it now because before I bring him on, I'm going to play the first tune from um, his CD. It's called Music in Its Magical Way. And after that's done, we're going to bring on Jared Lawson. I've been looking for this for, I've been looking forward to this for a long time, for a long time. Not even before, even before his CD hit, I was looking out for this guy because his music is the truth. So we're going to listen to music in its magical way, and then we're going to bring on Jared Lawson. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Welcome, welcome. Yo, what's up, world? We are the good people. We invite you to join us on this musical journey through space and time and the music of my mind. We're out to change the world one song at a time, y'all. Come along for the ride. Oh, 
vacuum devouring all you hear. Autopilot ain't no need to steer. Just give in to the music and its magical way. So prepare for this convergence is underway. Yeah. This tender surrender, where your body is the epicenter. The luminous colors surround you. The beat is exploding through the ground. You give in to the music and its magical way. Then you activate to automate. And the energy begins to circulate. Let this music make its way. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you might not know this, but I actually I saw you maybe last year. I mean, I think maybe Dwayne posted it, but you were on the Capital Jazz Cruise, which I do want to go on one day when I can afford it. Okay. But um, I was like, I mean, I gotta look out for this guy. I gotta look <laughs> out for him and see what he's gonna do because. You are smooth. You are the truth. Well, thank you, you don't so much for talking about me like that. 
<laughs> you are smooth and too, too cute. You know. <laughs> Just don't get jealous. Don't get jealous. Well, I so, have to agree with you. That song was very smooth. Thank you very much. Is. I appreciate it, it a lot. It is. Q, do you have a question for Jared, or should I go first? I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Well, Jared, I know I've read a lot about you on the web, and I know that you are in Portland, uh, Oregon, Mm -hmm. and um, you actually grew up on a farm. That's correct. Wow. And I'm trying to figure out where you got all that soul from. Hmm, good question. This this is the question. This is the question, I guess, that I probably get asked more often than anything. And, and you know, what do you, what do you say to that, really? I mean, other than that, to me, um, that soulful thing is either in you or it's not. You know, it's kind of, it's, it doesn't have a color. It's just one of those sort of spirit things that's in you or it's not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I should say, you know, as far as my background goes, I did grow up, um, my earliest memories were actually of my father's recording studio in Redwood City, California, before we moved to Oregon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, that was our living space, was his recording studio. It wasn't really a house. Um, so from mm-hmm. the time I was literally like two years old, I had my hands on, you know, drumsticks and was kind of you know, learning to play the drums at that age. And um, and so, you know, by the time I was eight, when we moved up here, um, you know, I, I started to get intrigued with um, my father's record collection, actually. And he had some really great old soul records, you know, from Donny Hathaway, Sam Cooke, and Stevie Wonder. And, um, you know, when I found Songs in the Key of Life, that record really kind of changed my life and sort of redirected me. I think on a trajectory of like being a songwriter, and that's that's, that's like a very pivotal moment for me. Hmm. And okay. uh, you had a question, Q? I do. I want to know, especially growing up on a farm. Like, who, what? Tell me who your musical influences were growing up. Well, I mean. That, I mean, that's kind of what I was saying is like after we moved here, I was basically on a 75 acre farm in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. um, you know, not even walking distance to any of my friends, my school friends. So I, you know, I kind of found treasure in my father's record collection at that point. And, and, um, and he, you know, he introduced me to a lot of jazz music, I think mm-hmm. at that point. And I was very much into, um, you know, as I began to become more infatuated with myself, I started listening to, you know, some of the great uh, jazz piano players, Errol Garner and, um, you know, Oscar Peterson, some of these guys, mm-hmm. um, even up into, like, more recent, you know, like Shakuria and these cats. Um, but it was really, I think, you know, it was that soul music that really, really sort of kind of tugged on my heartstrings. And it was, it was that, you know, that Donny Hathaway, Stevie Wonder Type music, I think you know those are probably my two heaviest influences. I would say in terms of soul music goes. Okay. Hmm. okay. One question I have is that I keep hearing about your left hand, and I am not a musician whatsoever. I have a piano. Okay. I have, okay. I have a piano. I have a keyboard or whatever, and I can't play anything. <laughs> but. I keep hearing about your left hand and the bass. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, again, being kind of isolated like I was, um, I didn't have a lot of opportunities to play with other people. And so I think as I was sort of developing and honing my piano craft, I, my left hand gravitated to fill in the bass just naturally because, um, 
when you're playing by yourself, you want to, you want to hear the fundamental uh, mm-hmm. tones, which mm-hmm. support the upper harmony structures. So uh, that's essentially what I just kind of naturally fell into, sort of uh, out of necessity of playing by myself, wanting to hear that the fullness of the harmony kind of uh, have that bass, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, now I, I do a lot of, uh, sometimes I'll do like trio gigs where I'll actually play keyboard bass with my left hand instead of having wow. a bass player. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> wow. That's wonderful. Wow. That's impressive. I've been hearing a lot about you. I'm sorry. Q, you have something oh. to say? No, no. I was just saying that was impressive. It's impressive because I can't play anything, you know. So. <laughs> that, that, come on. I buy, you know, I actually buy sheet music all the time, <laughs> knowing that I can't read it. But um, now that's funny. That is funny. Yeah, I do that. I do that. But um, one um. Before I go into the next song, I see that you are going to be in the Jazz Fest West Festival, and you're on there yeah. with some pretty great company. Oh my gosh! Some of the artists include Estelle, Kendrick, The Family Soul, George Chan, Chan. I'm sorry, George Tandy Jr. And of course, you. So, um, <laughs> has this been like a really big? I mean. Last year, you were playing on the Capital Jazz Fest, and then this year, you're like, I mean, the United Kingdom loves you. You know, you're being invited to all these jazz fests or music fests, and then you were recently on, I think, you were recently on the Capital Jazz Fest, which you've been on, um, I know you've been on the ship, but yeah. I heard so well, many I great things about you on the actual um, festival that's on the ground. Well, this was actually Has my that first been a lot for you? Um, I did the I did the, the super cruise the last two years, and this was actually my first year doing the the festival. Um, in fact, I just got back from the festival a few days ago where I opened up for John Legend and Erica Badu, which was wow. you know, such an honor. Yeah, I heard that. I heard all about that. Wow. And then people asking for more. <laughs> you are, you are, you're in your nirvana right now, right? <laughs> I'm overwhelmed, to be completely honest. Um, this all has come, uh, you know, it's come so quickly and by surprise to me. You know, to be um, to be an independent artist, not signed to a record label. I've you know, been stuck in my bedroom working on this record for three and a half years, and I finally get it done. I just throw it out there, and um, you know, all of a sudden I'm in the UK. I'm like hitting, you know, I'm number four on the UK soul chart now, number one on uh, the Sweet Rhythms chart in the UK. It's just it's crazy, and I honestly I I feel like. When I'm talking about it, I'm talking about somebody else. It, it, like it hasn't really sunk in yet. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty strange. That's fantastic. That is, that's fantastic, and I'm so excited for you because um, I love your music the first time I heard it. Thank you. And um, I'm glad that you are getting your due. And you know what? I actually heard that you are coming to Memphis, which is where I live. Oh, you I'm not sure if it's finalized yet. Here we go. I believe it has been finalized. Um, yeah, the show, I believe, with Zoe. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you are with. Um, and I believe there are a few other artists involved. I can't remember who all. But yeah, if, if Dwayne hasn't finalized that yet, no, it's, it's in the final stages of being sort of I hope I don't miss it because, um, you know, I want to see you in person and um, I'll keep my eye out. I would love to see you in person as well, Angela. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, now that I'm gagging over here, what about <laughs> New York and New Jersey? When do we get to see you? <laughs> That's a great question. I, you know, honestly, I don't know. Um, I know that I had a long talk with my manager, Dwayne, a few days ago before I left uh, Baltimore, where the festival was. And um, mm-hmm. he's, he's very the opinion that, that I need to get over there and start really hitting, you know, New York, New Jersey, you know, Baltimore, Atlanta, like really hit the East Coast destination. Exactly. exactly. I mean, Memphis is nice if you want to dress up like Elvis or have some good dry rub. Oh, oh my but if God. you want to really you get your name out that. there, but if you really want to get to where the people are, we got to get you to New York, New Jersey. Okay, Jared, just know what he just said. Memphis has a rich soul music culture. I know that we come out and support, you know, our 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 artists, and you are definitely a soul jazz. I'm not even a gospel artist listening to your your music. I mean, it's just like um, some of your songs are just like taking me to church. And I know that I'm not a, I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person, and I get that from your music. Well, that's that you a, are a spiritual person. That's a high compliment, then, especially coming from someone who's not specifically religious. You know, I prefer to label my music more spiritual um, versus uh, specifically gospel. You know, I think it's I, I like the term spiritual. It's just a little bit more all encompassing and. Um, Universal, but but thank you. You're welcome. Because I, I, you know, like I, I think you probably saw today. Because I, I mean, your music is what I listen to on my patio. Because I get right. the soul, I get the jazz, I get the spiritual. I feel <laughs> that, you know, I'm not sure where you get that from. Um, was it from growing up? Or just, you know, in your own way? How did you get that spiritual music into your into your album? Well, I mean, you know, I grew up in a Christian household. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I actually spent a lot of my life with my nose in the Bible and um, really kind of studying and trying to understand what... Um, what the scriptures had to offer me. And, you know, I think I took that and sort of combined what I've learned just in my life experience, traveling mm-hmm. around the world um, to some extent, um, and just learning about people and and our sort of universal need for love and passion, you know, toward each other. And I just try to wrap all of that up into one package. And I think that... Um, that's what this record is. It represents my feelings about all of that. Wow. Well, Q, if you don't mind, I'm going to play another song by Jared. It's called All That Surrounds. And we'll come back. Okay. Is that okay? All right. Sounds good.
the day slipping away And I ain't even begun to play So I stroll to the square Join the pack, kick in the sack The sky is three different shades of gray And I don't mind to say It's my favorite kind of day Round, that's round, that's round. 
guy is killing these high hopes. <laughs> Jared, we love that song. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> it was a lot of fun to make. You know, when you sing about uh, happiness and or love, it doesn't have that generic feel that a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. Are you are you using real life influences or are you just able to make it sound like that? Uh, you know, in general, I mean, the things I'm writing about, yeah, come from my life or my experiences, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, okay. I, I do occasionally write from sort of a, a an outer perspective, I guess, but mm-hmm. I think mo- most of the songs on this record are, are sort of autobiographical in some sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it definitely sounds like you're... you're singing from a personal standpoint and not just the generic that some people do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, you okay, Sister here. Sweet? I'm okay. I just had a question. I was asking uh, Jared that, did he, I mean, I know that you, I mean, it's amazing that you made this, I mean, I, I read about it or listened to it or whatever, but you made this album in your um, studio that was in your house. So did you have any other producers or whatever help you with that? Um, I didn't have any other producers. I mean, I, I definitely self-produced the record. But, however, I, I, did, I didn't do the entire thing in my studio space in my house. Um, you know, I did like what we call our basic tracks, which for this record were acoustic piano, uh, mm-hmm. bass, and drums. Were done all at a, a nice studio, um, and um, and then you know I took those tracks. You take those basic tracks and you go to a cheaper studio and and start doing your overdubbing. Um, and one of my best friends, Steve Watkins, like um, he's a wealth of vintage keyboards and synthesizers and um, yeah he's like man why don't you bring that stuff over to my studio and we'll do all your keyboard overdubs here you know on the cheap so I did that I mean he literally has like <laughs> two organs you know a, a bunch of Fender Rhodes Whirlies and all these like Moog synthesizers and Junos it, literally everything you could possibly want as a keyboard player so um, we just had like a blast over there messing around with all that so after I finished that, I then took it to my home and did essentially all of the vocal tracks here at my house. Mm-hmm. So everything we hear from about the, all the vocals we hear are you. Yes, with the exception of um, uh, two different tracks. Um, my wife, Amanda is on the track mm-hmm. Needed. Mm-hmm. And um, and then my my good friend Lisa Hart is does like a little short cameo on uh, Sleepwalkers, just like like one little phrase that she sings on. Mm. But, but yeah, outside of that, all the vocals are just stacks and stacks of me. <laughs> I wish somebody would ask me to be on their album, you know? In what capacity? Okay, so right now you guys can have a quick impromptu duet, just one verse each. Go for it. No. Mm-mm. Never <laughs> gonna happen. So See, anyway. Can't anyway. say stuff like that if you're not ready to get get down. Because he was ready. I say that I am a great vocalist, but it has to be auto tune. Whatever it's called. Oh. oh goodness. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, that's, come on. Marvin Gaye just just turned over. (laughs) (laughs) Before we play our our last song, I I do want to make people aware that you actually played at Stevie Wonder's 
birthday party. Wow. Yes, yes, I did. It was um, such an honor for me. As I've mentioned before, Stevie is probably my greatest influence musically. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of an interesting story behind that. I don't know if you have time or want to hear it. Sure. We have time. Uh, mm-hmm. About a year ago, I started playing at this restaurant here in Portland called Quartet. And um, as it turns out, the owner, Frank Taylor, just happened to know Stevie Wonder. Um, like they've been friends for like 12 or 13 years. Um, so Frank apparently had a, a restaurant back east somewhere, and Stevie came into his restaurant one night, and they just hit it off and became really good friends. So now Frank lives here in Portland and has this restaurant quartet. Um, and um, he says to me one day, I decided I'm going to have Stevie Wonder come over to Portland for his birthday. We're going to throw him a big party at my restaurant. And uh, I'd love for you and some other, you know, other Portland cats form a band to back him up and play with him. <laughs> and I'm going, are you kidding me? <laughs> so um, that's essentially how that came about. And, um, man, what an honor, truly. I mean, to be standing in his presence is a magnificent thing. And to actually be sitting two feet away from him as he's, you know, as sound is coming out of his mouth in the, like, the powerful way that it does is mm. unbelievable. It's, it's, it's like a spiritual experience, to be honest. It sounds amazing. Because in all honesty, if someone asked me to play or sing for Stevie Wonder, he would just, like slap me. So you're good. God. <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah, we're gonna play another song. Let's just. I'm not entertaining you tonight, Sister Sweet. <laughs> The, the, the last song that Jared wants us to play is Together We Stand. We're going to play it right now. Okay.
wanna stir The part of your mind is pure No time to defer Cause we're standing on the verge of getting it on But the spiritual war we've already won, y'all Diabolical doers of dark deeds running the show Deceiving even themselves into believing that they're in control Playing out the demented dreams from behind the scenes Pulling strings and telling themselves the end will justify the means Talking about letting freedom ring There ain't no such thing It's all an illusion to perpetuate false hope and confusion The love of money has brought us to this present state of the union And for all you out there struggling, redemption is coming To whom power is given, much is expected Afraid to glance in the mirror for fear of what might be reflected But earthly power don't mean a thing to me for I live only to serve the creator of all things. Brothers and sisters, won't you take my hand? If I have the top, but together we'll stand. Oh, I'm gonna take my faith in God's capable hand. Trust that this is all just a part of the plan. Trailblazers fan? I am. I mean, you know, if I said I wasn't, I might get <laughs> beat to the bat. Who's <laughs> <laughs> a Trailblazer? Is there a basketball team? Oh, yeah. God. Just the sweet. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't you know. I don't, I don't follow that. So. Just, just for the record, oh, I'm pulling for the Spurs right now. <laughs> yeah, we're all rooting for the Spurs right now, man. Right, right. Sorry, LeBron. (laughs) Before we let you go, and despite Mm -hmm. all the basketball talk, I really, one one song that I really wanted to play tonight was Walking the Park. And one phrase was that one man's struggle is just another man's walk in the park. And Mm -hmm. that just hit me. What made you think of that? Um, what made me think of that? I'm not. I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, I mean that that essentially. You don't, to, you, don't, you don't have to answer it now, but I just wanted to let you know that that just hit me. Well, you know, you I'm answering. trying to think about I, that. That line essentially, um, sort of. Uh, it it really exemplifies what the tune is all about, really. Which is that you know. We all we all struggle and we all suffer, but it's all kind of relative to our situation, you know, and what we're capable of handling. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the song is really all about, I think. Okay. Well, I like you. that. Well, thank you have you been so fantastic. Said, I'm sorry. What was that? No, I said you've Go been ahead. fantastic. I was oh. saying you've been fantastic, and. 
we don't want you to go without letting all the listeners know where they can find your great music. Um, they can definitely find it on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, um, di- in the digital format. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm still, I'm right now, I'm, I'm trying to get CDs sent out to record stores, kind of all over the place. Um, I've been sending them over, over to London already. Okay. Mm-hmm. London just London like loved you. Yeah, I mean they last on this record before anybody else, so like the demand has been much higher over there. I, I feel like, you know, over here in the states, it's going to be a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. But but I'm kind of trying to reach out to some of these record retailers in Atlanta and like Dusty Groove in Chicago and some of these other places like that, and um, start you know stocking stocking the shelves. Um, other than that, you you will be able to get. CDs from CD Baby. Um, I just need to take them a box, which I'm going to do probably in a couple of days. So, <laughs> Sounds good. Well, we appreciate you uh, coming on and spending some time with us. Well, thank you so much for having me. Anytime, anytime. Sister Sweet, any final words for our, our, our fantastic guest this evening? Our fantastic guest. I just want, like, all, I just want you to let us know where you're in Memphis because <laughs> Um, you know, promoters like kind of being not too forthcoming. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if you're coming with. Are you coming with foreign exchange or what? But um, anyway, just let us know when you're in Memphis. So I'll yes. be there. I can tell you right now that if if it happens, it's going to be the weekend of July 26th. Cool. I'll be there. All right. So, Sister Sweet, start smoking your dry rub on the 22nd. Right. <laughs> Stop that. He keeps thinking that I do dry rub. I don't understand why. But thank you so much for being with us. And, Q, you. do you want to break? you want to take us out? Oh, you're going to make me do it again, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I think this is finally your night. You started the show. You didn't bring Go me on right the, away. Before the show falls out, you know, goes away. Tonight, Go ahead. I think it's your night, Sister Sweet. I think you should do it. Okay. Thank you for joining us next week. We hope to do better. It will mm-hmm. be our it will be our Wednesday night rewind with the Chancellor of Soul. Thank you, Jared, for being with us tonight. Thank you both for having me. Been a pleasure. Anytime. That's sweet. You're there. You're there. Just push it right over the edge. You're there. You're on the edge of the cliff. Just, just jump on over. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.